and we got stuff like this, like effects. Boom! Boom. Oh, I gotta turn it <laughs> There you go. What, 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 what? Boom. Okay, and Come I'm gonna in. clap for the camera. All right, and three, two. What's up, everybody? How's it going? I'm gonna redo that. I'm gonna. <laughs> 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 <clears throat> Three, two. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Vlogcast. Today I'm sitting here with my friend Scott. How's it going, man? It's going good, man. How good. are you? Good, man. Welcome to the podcast, Thank the you. Vlogcast. Very Thank you for joining me. Thank you. How's your day going so far? Awesome. Hot as balls Dude, outside. Dude, it's hot but, out there. But, it's hot yeah. out there in the DMV. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know Scott as well as I do, we met back in the day a couple years ago at a headshot photo shoot uh -huh. with Barry Morgenstein. Yep. And you were updating your photo shoots, or yep. updating your headshots. Headshots, yeah. Um, and I was technically getting my first professional headshots done. Cool. Um, and we connected because, if you can't tell, it's a gorgeous man. <laughs> and I like to surround myself with people that I see are professional and that look like they've got the you know a good head on their shoulders. I try. And uh, <laughs> and we we had a short conversation, short enough to where I I realized I might want to stay in touch with him. Mm -hmm. So we followed each other on Instagram at Scott Rowe. Scoot Rowe. Scoot Rowe. Uh -huh. And I figured that we could probably stay in touch because we were both working in the DMV mm -hmm. as I'm not an actor yet, but you're you're definitely an actor. I'm an actor. You've been an actor for how long now? Uh, it's been a lot of years since high school, I guess. Okay, yeah. So that's crazy, man. Three years. Um, and all you all, only in the DMV mainly? Uh, no, all over Florida. Oh, Florida. Okay, cool. Um, and then LA for a good ten years. Oh, wow. New York a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, and what do you think is uh, the benefit of living in? Is there a benefit to, of living in the DMV and working in the DMV as an actor? Um. I don't want to put any shade on it, but I mean, it's, it's harder here because there's so few, um, gigs to get here. Mm -hmm. There are few and far between. So there are not as many actors here as there are in LA, obviously, but, yeah. um, there's less opportunity. So you have to really work it to try to find opportunities and, yeah. and, and compete and get yourself out there and right. promote, promote. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Are there, um, are there any, anything that you, uh, do on a day-to-day -day basis to make sure that you stay within the realm of <laughs> excuse me is there anything you do to stay within the production uh, people i know what you're saying um like keep fresh and yeah exactly that kind of thing yeah mm -hmm. i mean um it's all about being a man of all trades type of thing um it's about staying healthy it's about learning about new things reading as much as you can about just everything because a good actor is a renaissance man and yeah. he knows a little bit about that and he knows a little about that and he knows a little about that so it's important to stay fresh with you know pop culture mm -hmm. and um history and learning how to do things okay. right? ride a horse yeah drive a motorcycle yeah so do you do you um have a lot of uh, those extra skill sets where people are like Anything else we want to know about? Just like, all right, I can I can jump on a pogo stick, or like, <laughs> or like I'm a cross country runner, or like I'm, I can uh, do yeah, hurdles. I mean, I've What's got, your? I've got a toolbox for yeah. sure. You got a few things in them, like uh, yeah. I, I know you're a biker. Yeah, I mountain bike a lot. Um, I'm, I I don't have a motorcycle right now, but I okay. can I can ride. Very cool. Um, I can sing. I can. Uh, okay. I, I'm 
for for my age demographic, for mm-hmm. my age group or whatever, um, I'm pretty healthy and and yeah. um, vibrant. I, yeah, exactly. Is that, is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. that's. I, I'm sure that's really helpful. <laughs> yeah. To have like a good face on your like to uh, to have like a an interesting personality yeah. that also shows that you can do other stuff rather than just like be about you and sure. on camera. Like so, when I was trying to be an actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was basically just putting out all the stuff that I do that was considered weird. Uh-huh. Uh, like I like doing like backflips. Okay. Um, like it's kind of weird, but uh, I like jumping, jumping on pogo sticks. Uh-huh. Um, just because I was thinking, I was like, well, if if no one else is interested in jumping on pogo stick on camera, like I'll do it. Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's find your like, niche. Yeah, exactly. Find that find that spot that mm-hmm. you fit in, and then you're the I mean, only you, guy that does it. Or yeah, and that's imp- I'm sure that's important. Yeah. Um, is there anything, is there, are there any weird hobbies you have that like, um, any, any weird traits that you've got, gotten a gig for? Um, like what, was there a weird, like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, you who appreciate, uh, dental work yeah. will appreciate this story. Um, I was living in, uh, Orlando in 2003 and okay. I wore uh, like a it's called a flipper it's a horrible name but a flipper is like a fake tooth that you oh. can pop in and out oh uh, okay and um, is that I, the, that's a professional term for it uh, yeah oh very cool yeah okay. the dentist would say yeah it's a flipper ah. it's a stupid name but anyway <laughs> I was living there and um, I was between teeth let's say so I had lost my permanent oh. tooth and was yet to get a implant got it so you wear this flipper <clears throat> And I got a call for an audition down in Miami. So when I lived in Florida, I used to get auditions in Miami. I would have to get in the car, drive four hours, and maybe or maybe not get a part as a result of that long mm. eight-hour day of driving. Go down, you're in the room for maybe 15 minutes, and then turn around and drive all the way back. It was a nightmare. But I had to do it. I knew that I had to do it. And this one time, I was glad I did it because uh, I got down there, and um, it, the the – I was in the room with one other person okay. and he said, you know, this, this character, he lives in the swamp. He, he delivers drugs to, to, uh, bad people. Mm-hmm. And, um, he was like, so he's kind of like a sketchy sort of dude. And I was like, well, would this help? And I, I like flashed in my grin. He's like, that's awesome. And, um, I, long story short, that guy was Michael Bay. Oh my gosh. I was alone with him in the room. I didn't even know who he was. Wow. And, uh, I got the part. It was Bad boys too. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, we'll definitely get to that at some point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, so the, the flipper. I can't do that anymore. Yeah. No. Of course. <laughs> uh, I remember a story from The Hangover. Uh, the guy that plays the doctor. Ed, Ed Helms. Ed Helms yeah. has a. At one point, I don't know if he still does, but he had like a, a tooth that was like the same a, thing. The same think, thing, right? Yeah. Um, and so that was like one of the popular like behind the scenes yeah. stories that I listened to. That was like <laughs> he was saying that. When he pulled his tooth out, oh jeez, that'd be an interesting addition to the, uh-huh. to the show. You just get brighter, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I set up my green screen, mm-hmm. um, and it just fell. But it, basically, you're just brighter, so that's good. I'm fine. Yeah, there's no problem with that. Um, yeah, and I remember him saying that he actually pulled out his tooth uh, like a long time ago. Uh, and that's why he had that yeah. tooth, which is why he was able to do that scene, because he didn't actually have to pull out a tooth. Yeah. And there was no, like, special effects. Right. He actually had, like, a... So it was the same sort of thing. Basically, yeah. That's crazy. I don't know if he got the 
position because of it, but yeah. that reminded me of that story. That's um, and so you've done a lot of you've done a lot of work throughout mm-hmm. your career from from short films on on you know college films yeah um, films, short and films. Uh, commercials mm-hmm. um, is uh, and so how, how you were in LA for ten years yeah roughly that's cool yeah I moved out there because I was I had that part in Bad Boys too and then I got another part in another like small film that never really did much. And um, my friends that were living out there were like, dude, you got to strike now while the iron's hot. You got to come out to L.A. right now. So I did and got a bartending job, you know, that's that's what you do. And um, I set goals for myself to I wanted to have an agent within six months and I wanted to be in a class with I wanted to be in a class in like a month as soon as I got there. And I wanted to get an agent within six months and I wanted to book something legit um, within a year. And I did all those things. I was really proud of that. I got um, got an agent, and I was in class, and I was, uh, and then I booked a, a big national commercial that ran forever and ever mm. and ever. So it was it was a good it was a good experience. But then L.A. tends to swallow actors whole, like Jonah and the Whale. I mean, it just like sucks them. And there's millions of actors in in L.A. Mm. And um, so you become part of just the machine and you get lost in the mix and and it just started to not be fun anymore mm. and um long story short and a lot of other things happened and then i moved True. to dmv okay and uh had a beautiful kid and awesome that kind of thing. Yeah. that's awesome yeah. um would you say that uh being a father has helped you get back to your your dedication of trying to be an actor yeah your passion yeah because um he's five now and he he's he's like he knows what i'm what i do and he he calls me you know an actor that's so cool he knows that uh he knows how important it is and that's a big part of my life and he's like daddy when are you gonna get an acting job that's awesome i'd love one but (laughs) they're not easy to get thanks buddy thanks for reminding me (laughs) i'm trying trying. when you're gonna learn to ride a bike huh (laughs) huh bud yeah (laughs) same back to you Come on, man. Get your stuff together. Exactly. <laughs> um, so L.A. I want to I want to touch on L.A. for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, what was uh What was it like living in L.A. and and just trying to you know bartend and 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 work and was it was it what you thought it was? It was. Um, what you thought it, what would be? I should say. I think I think it was. It was. Um, it was a beautiful. I mean, it's, it's the weather was beautiful every day, mm-hmm. you know, year all year round. Right. And that just kind of does so much to burst your or boost your your spirits and your you know your whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just uh, it was a healthy time for me. Okay. At the same time as being unhealthy, uh, maybe skip over that. True. Um, it was it was good because uh, I was making a lot of friends and doing a lot of interesting things. I would go sailing a lot. And I had um, was meeting interesting people, meeting celebrities, working with celebrities, being friends with some celebrities, and just realizing that it's like all attainable. Mm-hmm. Like you could have that. Not that I want. I don't want. I'm not looking for fame. I'm looking to do to be an artist, to be okay. an actor. Mm-hmm. Fame sometimes comes with that, and that's yeah. great. Um, I'd rather be a working actor that is is paid to be an artist. You know, that's what that's what we dream about. You you have that same dream, right? To be paid to be an artist, right? And living in LA, you just you see that that is it's an attainable thing, but you you have to hustle and and sometimes you get you get lost in the in the mix and like I was saying and and 
it gets hard to do that hustle because you're you're really enjoying the life out there and you're doing all these crazy things and you're outside all the time and but um yeah it was a good experience um i met my son's mother out there so oh cool that was that was cool that's awesome um, did you guys move back here to have a kid yeah we moved back here together wow and um and yeah i made a lot of friends out there and and I, I, I love the time that I was in L.A. I don't know. I could, I could never move away from my son. That's clear. But um, I would move back there in a heartbeat if, if, I, if he would come with me. But right, right, right. That's not happening right So now. was there anything you were doing in L.A. that, that, was, that made it um, easier or, like, more efficient to, to find work other than being in L.A.? Like, was there any, any groups that you joined or any, anything mm-hmm. like that? Not so much groups. It was more like a group of friends. Like I had a couple of friends that knew a lot of people. Okay. So that's always helpful. Okay. You know, anywhere you go. So was it like word of mouth? Is that how you get job positions? Um, Roles? Well, like, this was in like the 2000s. So like there's there's mechanisms now that are out there that weren't there then. Right, like right. there's websites that you can go on constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That were just back, being back page, developed. All that stuff. Yeah, Actors Access and, mm-hmm. and um, Now Casting and those kind of things. Okay. I'm actually going to – I do want to come back to that too because as, a, as an aspiring actor, uh-huh. I do want, need to know like where to – actually, literally, like, look at my thing right here uh, on my computer. I mean, you can't see it because I'm not going to show you. But I have backstage up right now. Oh, there you go. And I've got project casting some, right now. Okay. I'll show I, you some other websites. Perfect. That, cool. That would be better. Because um, I used to produce content for Miss Marilyn – Okay. And she recently reached out to me and she was like, I think you should do reality TV. You should do, oh, reality? Reality TV. Yeah. Um, and I used to make, like, I used to be the editor for reality TV. Uh-huh. Um, Did you go for, on The Bachelor? <laughs> yeah, The Bachelor, yeah. It, I, the Unfortunately, the casting ended in April. Okay. So I had to wait, like, a, a year. Yeah. Because the next one is going to be a girl. Okay. The whatever. Like, the next one there is all the girls that are yeah, auditioning. Yeah. yeah. So when the when the guys come on to audition, I'll next time I'll, I'll try for that. That's awesome. Because technically, I, I'm right now t- currently a bachelor. Yeah. Um, there you go. So. I, I think if, if, if the popularity of, of reality shows had been, <clears throat> excuse me, um, more, I don't want to say, like, acceptable mm-hmm. as they, they are now. Yeah, yeah. When it was kind of like just dirty, Ben. Yeah. For sure. And now, I think if I was, if I was your age... I might try to to go that angle, okay. But then I kind of battle that in my head because that's not really that's that's just pursuing celebrity, um, pursuing fame, and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not for, that's not me being an artist, right? So the, I think the reason she mentioned it to me is because I'm trying to do the Instagram thing, yeah, yeah, where like I put content on Instagram that's like relatively original content. I love your and content on Instagram. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's great. Um, unfortunately, if you don't have a following, yeah. like if you don't have enough of a following to where like you have some haters and some fans mm-hmm. and like some people in the gray zone, yeah, yeah. no one's going to share it. No one's going to like talk trash. Right. Uh, if you just have people commenting, wow, cool video and like yeah. fire flames, you're not really going to get anywhere. Yeah. It's kind of like walking around like in your comfort zone. Um, so the best way for me, I think the best way for me to get out of my comfort zone is to do something that I don't have control over, like, right. like reality TV, yeah. um, like, like street me DC, for example, I don't yeah. have, I don't really have any control over like how it, it, when you go there and you see everyone just kind of meeting up mm-hmm. and everyone has like cameras and there's Pierre that's like, all right guys, we're going to go do this now. Like yeah. he has a microphone and it feels like it re- like street me DC. If you don't know what to expect, it feels like just like a gathering. 
like yeah. a birthday party. I gotta go. I, I'm. I have got to go to. One you got, yeah, definitely. There's yeah. one coming up soon. We gotta get you for on Friday. We're gonna try to get you there, and All then right. the, and then the actual meet. Yeah. Friday's a pop up. Okay. And the one, the other one is the week later, I think, or almost a little bit later, 25th, I want to say. Okay. Um. And the 25th is gonna be Malcolm X Park up in Meridian Hill Park. I don't know. Um. But you can come here maybe before the sh- before the thing, and we can go together. Cool. Um, and awesome. yeah, um, and that would be I, I, the reason I think you would like it is because it's exactly what you make it. Yeah. Um, if you go there with the expectation that it's going to be amazing, it won't be. Oh. But you've got to go there with the expectation that you are going to have fun. Right. Like you're, if you think it looks fun, yeah, then you're going to have fun. Oh, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have a lot of friends that are like, they're con- they're concerned if they're going to have fun. Oh. But you are like prepared for it to be fun. Yeah, I know it's gonna be fun. Yeah, and so that's you're gonna make it fun. Yeah, yeah. When you go there, it's like it's like. Imagine if you imagine has like hosting a surprise birthday party, uh-huh. but nobody knew whose birthday party it was. Okay. So, if you decided that it's gonna be your birthday party, and you hop up on a trash can and you pose, right? You know, do something like like that or whatever, or if uh, or if you like. Literally, you could as long as you do something that like catches someone's eye. Yeah, um, it basically becomes your birthday party because then you get a crowd. You crowd of photographers. Literally, right? yeah, it goes from it goes from like I'm kind of weird and like I'm posing for one person. Yeah, and if one person, so that's my secret. I bring a photographer sometimes. That's smart. And I have I don't really tell anybody he's my photographer. Uh-huh. I just kind of make him look like another street meet guy. Okay. Um, maybe I can. Are do you it. exposing that right now to the world? I'm, I've told okay? people before. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've told people before. I've definitely I've told people like in person. I've never like said it on recording. Yeah. But um, but it definitely it's pretty obvious when I bring a cameraman uh, because. And there's nothing wrong with that either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, it's. Yeah. it's I mean, that's what it's all about. Exactly. Right. There, it's just um, it's kind of like a. It's like getting a tutor for your homework. Okay. Like, you don't have to do your homework if your tutor's good. Yeah. Um, he'll just help you with your homework because that's what a tutor's for. Okay. Um, so the reason I say that is because when I go to street meet with the cameraman, I'll, 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 I'll pose for somebody else, uh-huh. like, with the intention of, like, oh, I'll see my friend. I'm like, oh, cool. I'll bring my f- the photographer, and he'll do, like, the like – the, he'll take a picture of my friend taking a picture of me. Yeah, yeah. So I can share it with that, my friend. Oh, that's cool. Um, but by the time that's happening, yeah. by the time one person's taking a picture of me and someone's taking a picture of him, somebody will catch that. Yeah. And that's that's me turning it into my party. And then more people. And then, more, and then somebody will yeah. say to themselves, oh, why am I not taking a picture of this? Right. And then someone else will say, why am I not taking a picture of this? Sure. And by the time that happens, it's a domino effect. You have 30 people taking a picture. Yeah, that's awesome. Because you told your friend to take a picture. Right. Um, and it just... I love that. Yes. Yeah, cool. Street Meet DC is, is, is very much a, a gathering for like-minded creative individuals. Um, but sometimes it's even more interesting than... I, like, I've been to some before that when all my friends go, it's not that interesting okay. because we're all like, we're all like looking for someone to be cool. Okay. Um, but if you go, you don't know anybody. Then you just kind of like have to like. One time, I was like, "All right, dude, I don't see anybody doing anything. I'm just gonna do something." Uh-huh. And I just hopped up on a trash can, like posed with a street lamp, and then before you know, it, I got a whole bunch of people taking my picture. Yeah. Um, and it's just like an interesting aspect to the life in the DMV. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because that stuff doesn't happen very much. And it and it builds on your following and it and it grows that's, your That's like pretty much the only not the only reason I go to Street Meet DC, but yeah. it helps cuz it grows the community of like 
when I go there, I might meet another photographer that I can help later on sure. by asking them to come. Because sometimes when I meet someone at Street Meet DC, I'll, I'll ask them later on to come to a, a gig. I'll be like, hey, I've got a gig for you because yeah. you were so cool and you, sure. yeah, you know yeah, what you're yeah. doing. Um, like, the other, like literally about 24 hours ago or so, on Friday afternoon, I um I had to I asked Gerald Hatch G at G Hatch to to do a video shoot for me because I had to do a podcast. Okay. I had three interviews yesterday, uh-huh. um and instead of canceling one of them, I just had my friend go do a gig that I was going to do, but I couldn't. Oh, nice. Oh, that's awesome. And that's like that's why I love Street Me because yeah. people it's building a community. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I want to do that too. I want to I want to build a community. I want to know more. Like creators. Yeah, we got to get you. Yeah. So, um, do you know of any? like types of people that would gather and do like like maybe like read um like a play yeah i'm i have i have friends here and friends here and friends there and and people that want to that we say we want to do that all the time and then Mm -hmm. it just never materializes right um you know everybody's busy i get it yeah but um but if if we all want the same thing which is to to be busy and and to do work and to create art Mm -hmm. and create content um, we need to like prioritize these meetings mm-hmm. a little bit more. It'd be cool if we just sitting here thinking about how I could incorporate myself into this aspect. Mm-hmm. I was my, my first thought is, um, what if we did like a like a monthly like five second film or like ten second film or thirty second film or yeah. minute long film for mm-hmm. Instagram, where like. You know, maybe maybe for the first one it's just me and you, mm-hmm. and we do something cool wherever it is that we can meet Virginia, yeah. D, you know, Maryland or or uh, DC. Do do something. Um, something. Shoot Anything. shoot something. Yeah, just put it. We off. can we can come up with a script like off the top of our heads when we meet, have a beer, and come up with something. Yeah. Um, share that, and then we can say and like, we can when we share it, we can say like next month we're gonna meet up again, and we'd love to cast you for our yeah come one, and, one minute film. Come and be involved. Yeah, because one minute film takes. A few hours, yeah, two or three hours to shoot like a one minute film. If sure. you if you want like different angles and different perspectives and different stuff like action shots, yeah. Um, and since we live in the you know since I live in DC, you live in DC, we could use DC, we can use Virginia, we can use you know whatever we have at our disposal, yeah. Um, and we could probably use like some type of website that like does casting calls, but but I mean I think it'd be interesting if if we started some sort of monthly one minute short thing yeah. where it was like we cast each other yeah, like yeah. you should be the villain this time and i'll be the yeah. i'll be the antagonist or sure. whatever uh, and then maybe if somebody likes what you've done and you bring a friend and i bring a friend then it'll just keep branching sure um but that'd be that'd be interesting like a like a monthly minute short thing for instagram it. yeah who's interested there we go yeah so that'll be uh that'll be something to come back to later on right before we leave yeah real quick I just want to cut over to a segment I call Just Johnny. Just Johnny. Cool. Um, want some water? Um, I'm, how about a cup? Because okay. this is like banging around. True. It's like throwing itself. To- <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> Three. Two. Welcome back from Just Johnny. I'm sitting here with my friend Scott. And he is an actor in the DMV area, and he's done so much stuff, including... <laughs> not enough. Not, not enough, but... Yeah, never enough. Never enough. <laughs> uh, but one of the things that um, I was 
impressed to see was that you've done some acting in Bad Boys 2. Yeah, I was in Bad Boys 2. And so you, when you got the, was the, was the, did you audition for that role in DMV or in LA? No, that was in Orlando. That's the, oh, Orlando. Yeah. Okay. So you were, in, you were living in Orlando mm-hmm. and you went to an audition and uh, as you said earlier, before the, the segment, uh, you mentioned that you um, had a flipper mm-hmm. and that was how you got Michael Bay's attention. Right. And he casted you for, what was your role in Bad Boys 2? The Swamp Rat. The Swamp the Swamp Ride? Swamp Rat. Swamp Rat. Oh, okay. Rat. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, Maybe I'll t- try to grab it from your reel and put it in. Okay. Uh, like the, just a visual. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, it was cool. So so how how was um, how did that go? So you moved from Orlando to L.A. Uh-huh. Uh, to focus on acting because you got a position that gave you the opportunity to to be seen more. Yeah. Um, you know, once you once you have a certain amount of of credits, then um, you know that tends to kind of snowball or you hope it does um so it it kind of was snowballing and that's when my friend said you need to come out to LA so I did and and ended up getting getting some other parts I was in a couple commercials and so when you're in LA you were you were still doing auditions yeah auditioning all the time time. driving everywhere all over LA crisscrossing like there was days when I had like five commercial auditions in a day and they were not in the same place yeah all over juggling all that that was before you know, I didn't have. Did I have a knife? Like, this is back in the day. That was back in the day. Back in the I day. didn't. I didn't have. I didn't have Google Maps. Right. So you're using like actual yeah. navigation. Yeah. Like asking people for directions. Yeah. You know, getting what, lost. What is that? Yeah. Asking. Everybody somebody, had the. Uh, you like actually had to pull book, over like, and like Thomas guy. open your open your window and like actually ask a person <laughs> how to get somewhere. <laughs> no, you had to like, talk to people. What? Isn't that horrible. And there was like physical like paper yeah. with like routes on it. Can you imagine? The, what do they call those? Prehistoric area. What are they called? <laughs> Ma- maps. Maps. Oh my god! Oh my god! You can read a map. Yeah, that's I can incredible. Read a map. That is incredible. I'm yeah. I'm very honored to be in your presence. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've met someone that could read a map. Yeah, it's um, not, it, I, I think I could still probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so trans transversing L.A. is that? I'm not sure if that's the right word, but Sounds you were, you were adventuring all over L.A. All over L.A. All and, the time. And yeah. and it was just a bear. It was a bear. It was so different than. And I mean, this wasn't a hundred years ago. It was like mm-hmm. in the not mid, too long ago, mid two thousands. Okay, but yeah. it was before everybody had everything on their phone. Mm-hmm. Phones just didn't have what they have now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, would you say that's one of the? Um, I've heard that that's definitely one of the, like the negative aspects of living in LA is that like you have to drive everywhere. You have to drive everywhere. Uh, would you say it's the same thing in the DMV, or is it not so much? No, so- it's it's actually it's different. I don't know if it's if it's this way in LA. Probably not, but here in the DMV, auditioning is is a lot different because so much of it now is like somebody wants to see you audition for something and and you put it on tape at home. Mm, so okay. I have a I have a little spot in my house and I have a, a you know kind of a professional lighting kit. And, right. And I'm able to shoot auditions at home. That's awesome. And so yeah, less less driving. A lot less driving. Yeah. So and that's like round one. Whereas you used to have to drive. To yeah. So audition. in LA, you drive there. Do an audition and drive home, and that was like so much, probably so much effort just to get there, oh, yeah. wait in line, wait your turn, yeah. do an audition, yeah. and then like basically like, oh thanks, yeah, and then you drive home and like you've wasted all that time and right. and not you got, wasted because well, you never yeah. know because plus, wasted even when you don't get the part, you're at least on that casting director's radar, and yeah, and then he sees you, yeah, and you might meet some other people. While okay, you're there true. Too. So it, you can't see any of it as as being wasted. Although right. there was 
it just works. It kind of feels that way. Yeah, it, it could probably feel that way. Yeah. Um, and then when you when you made your your way back to the DMV mm-hmm. after after a certain amount of time, um, you. St- got back into the acting mm-hmm. um, or you never stopped you just yeah, I, I you just got right into it you Actually, came back I, I went back to went back to school and got my degree when I moved here okay so um, so you came back home to the DMV or not home but you came back to the, you moved to the DMV yep and you got a degree yep and you continued acting yep and would you say that it's um, it's any any easier or any harder doing it in DMV because there's like maybe less people trying to do it. Well, it's it's just it's a different beast, really, because in LA you're competing. Like when I was in LA, I was it was in my late thirties, and like there's a million other dudes that are Caucasian, five feet eleven, that are in their late thirties. Mm. There's a million of them. And yeah. you have to compete with all those guys. Yeah. But um, the flipper. I had the flipper. <laughs> no, by that, that time your... I had it fixed. Okay, cool. Um, uh, so but so were you in any like, um, or organizations like, like a union or, or? Yeah, yeah. As a result of being in the two films in Orlando, I became eligible for um, SAG-AFTRA. And that's the wow. The own the biggest. Um, that's so cool. So you ha- so the, the movies the you did in Orlando uh-huh. gave you enough credit. Yeah. To did they contact you? Who SAG? Uh, it's complicated. Okay. Yeah. So it, there's an there's an audition process or an application process. Yeah, you, you gotta, have to you have to do a certain amount of work or or want to be hired for a certain job to become eligible, wow. and then once you're eligible, that's the best space to be in. Because you can do non-union and you can do union if you're SAG eligible. Okay. But once you get another um, union job, you have to join. So you become a must-join. Wow. So if you get another union job, then you um, then you have to join. Okay. So now I'm I'm I've been a member of SAG after us since 2005. Wow. And I can't do any non-union work. Like I can mess around with you and put something on on like do content on Instagram. Yeah. But I can't like be in a, sh- you know, be in a, a movie or whatever that is not a SAG after a um, signat- uh, whatever project. Okay. It has to be a union project for me to be in it. Huh. Which is good though because yeah. along with that becomes, you know, you have supposedly you have better quality actors. Yeah, right. Exactly. And um, it's better. It's a better paycheck for me. Like a better filter? Good. Better what? Is it filtered? Like the SAG after people that like you, you when you're on set with them, like you filter out the people that aren't necessarily as passionate as you, um, or SAG has. I don't know. No, no, I don't know. Okay, there's, there's people that are non-union that are pretty pretty passionate about okay. what they do. I would think. Okay. And there's people in the union that aren't too passionate aren't, yeah, at all. Yeah, true. Right? Isn't that, isn't that true? Um, so you've been with SAG after for almost fourteen years now. Math, yeah. Wow, yeah, I'm not good at science, um, but that's incredible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> would you uh, would you say that that um, that now that now that the world is so so like so focused on social media and like mm. the internet and like just the the instant gratification of like being able to put whatever you want on the internet yeah. is that making it easier or harder to to chase the dreams of being an actor? There is, um, it's a it's different. It's just different. It it's it like well, I started to say earlier. It's it's a different beast because right now, like if I audition for a part in a TV show and 
the casting director is like battling. Oh, I really like this actor, but I really like this actor. Oh, they're both good. They're both good. Who's got more social media followers is sometimes what it comes down to. And that's, that's like, it's understandable because mm-hmm. when you're making something, you want as many people to see it as possible. So if this guy has 3,000 followers and this guy has 300, well, he, he may get the nod over this guy because at least 3,000 people are going to know about our project whereas this guy only has the attention of 300 people okay and that's what it is it's it that is what it is nowadays yeah and it um it's kind of sad because those 3,000 people that support this guy you know it's all it's all i don't want to say fake but it's like they don't they don't know that he is whatever they don't this these people this this person doesn't know that that they like it's not a judge of of who's the best mm. as far as who who can portray the role better. Okay, um, and you haven't so, th- you haven't considered buying followers, right? No. Good, good, good. No. Yeah, because people will people will be able to tell immediately. Really? So I mean, yeah, I've seen that, but it's like that's if, sketchy. If you go viral, yeah, and one of your posts has fifty million likes, yeah, and none of the other ones have any likes, and you've got ten followers, yeah, it might make sense to buy a few thousand huh. just to get. Just to like, because if you if you go viral, but you don't actually nothing actually holds, uh-huh. and you, you buy some followers, it's it's kind of like throwing some money at at your page because you hadn't yet. Okay. Um, like for example, I sometimes will will pay for like a promoted like post. Okay. And I'll get more likes than on my other stuff, um, but not enough likes to make it look fake. Yeah. Because um, I'm not I'm not buying likes. Okay. I'm paying for Instagram to put my picture in front of somebody else that wouldn't normally have seen it before. Yeah, that's different. Um, and, I understand that. And so I don't, I don't have that many followers, uh-huh. uh, but the likes that I get on my promoted posts make my followers look a little bit more, more realistic. Okay. Because if you have like, I mean, in my opinion, um, most of the people that I follow have, let's say they have 10,000 10, followers, right? Okay. But their their pictures have like anywhere from two to 300 likes. Uh-huh. So you're never going to get hundred percent of your followers to like stuff. Right. Drake has 40 million followers or whatever it is. Um, and he only gets a million likes. Right. So if you have <laughs> only, yeah, no, but that's still interesting. That's <laughs> yeah. a, that's a very small percentage of, exactly. like, of how many like, or how many followers he's mm-hmm. actually got. Yeah. And I, I think that's, it definitely goes to show that like a million right now is the new, like hundred thousand from back then. Right. Yeah. Um, when I was growing up on YouTube, a thousand views meant that like I couldn't go to the store without somebody saying like cool video bro oh wow and now a thousand views is like you and your mom watching right. uh, 900,000 <laughs> times because um, now a million views yeah. is the new like thousand okay um, if you put a video out sorry if somebody puts a video out and it's gonna million it gets a million views that's how they like decide um, that that's like going to be their new thing. Yeah, that um, makes sense. And a million, a million is, and just unsurmountable. Like I can't even fathom a million people watching my thing. You'll but get there. A lot. A while ago, during the Trump inauguration, I put uh-huh. a Snapchat out once, and um, it was. I, I definitely saw the Snapchat because I was so proud. I, my, I came in my pants. But um, <laughs> I. Uh, so I. Have you seen Black Mirror? Yeah. Okay. There's a Black Mirror episode where. Um, there's a girl who's like being tortured ish and everyone's like video recording her, like oh, wow. filming her okay. instead uh, of helping yeah. her. Okay. And like at the end of it, 
I'm not. I don't even care. It's been out for like a year or two, so I'm, there's not spoilers. Right. Um, so spoiler alert! <laughs> spoiler alert! It's been out for two years. Um, she's like in a chair, and like the door, like the curtain opens, and it's like a crowd of the same people that were filming her earlier. Um, so it's like very like exhibitionist, but yeah. Um, but the reason that I caught onto it was because I was at Trump's inauguration protest, uh-huh. inaugural protest, whatever, and they they lit a car on fire. Oh my god! Um, outside of the Washington Post, and I was I was there in the mix of it because I was, used to work for Fox News, so I wanted to go like be in the mix of it all sure. um, instead of watching it on TV and editing it. Yeah, I wasn't working that day, and I caught the car fire on video, and I, I it was behind me, so I was doing a selfie, and the car fire was behind me. <laughs> and I'm selfieing, and I said. This reminds me of the Black Mirror episode where everyone's filming instead of helping because everybody was filming the car uh-huh. while there were people potentially in danger around it. Right. Like if, if there was anybody that like was near that car, it could have blown up maybe. Right. And instead of telling them to move, people were just people were just filming it. Yeah. Um, and including me. Right. But I was, I think I was being meta enough to say like, <laughs> no one's helping. We're all filming in this. Right, and right, it reminds right. me of Black Mirror is coming true. You know. Yeah. I got two million views. Oh wow. The Snapchat. That's crazy. Six-second Snapchat. Huh. So I think that's how Logan Paul blew up so well is because the Vine thing is so short that, like, you can catch some of the attention a little yeah. bit easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now these podcast things are the new are the new hype. Yeah. Now people want to hear you talk for an hour. Let's do it. So it's, it's like, what? How? <laughs> I, can't even, I can't even think of an hour's worth of content that I would want to talk to someone about. Right. Um, but with that being said. Right. <clears throat> Transition. <laughs> um, so... You are social commentary there. <laughs> exactly. So, um, so you are, are looking to uh, increase your visibility online. Yeah, I mean, because the modern day that that's kind of a, one more crutch. Not, not a, maybe not crutch, but that's one more thing that helps boost who I am, my mm-hmm. my um, visibility and my recognition or whatever mm-hmm. um one of my best words uh, words of advice when um people ask me like how do they get followers or whatever mm-hmm. um especially if they're just starting or something um I, uh two years ago i maybe a year and a half two years ago i decided to post every day on social media mm-hmm. um on instagram okay um uh, well, I guess I could back up a little bit further. It was like five years ago. I was posting a YouTube video every day because okay. I was working at Discovery Channel, uh-huh. and I was like not feeling very creative. So I pulled my camera out. I was like, "All right, guys, I'm gonna I'm just gonna make a video every day." Uh-huh. So I made I made just what I, I just recorded myself doing whatever I was doing. I like set my camera here, and like and it would be in view of like whatever I was doing. Yeah, and go do it. And then I like use that. You know, so it was just like telling a story throughout my day, uh-huh. and I I work on it from like midnight to. F- two in the morning and I posted at three and do the next day. Right. Um, and after getting kind of good at that and it didn't really go anywhere, in my opinion, I, um, I started doing like photography cause mm-hmm. I got a new camera. Um, so I got this new camera and I started taking pictures like every day. Yeah. Um, and then a couple weeks into taking pictures every day, just for me, mm-hmm. well, not for, not for the internet, but just for me, I had thousands of pictures. Uh-huh. And I was like, I could probably post a new picture every day for a week. Right. So I just jokingly put like, um, like three uh, project three sixty five or whatever it was. I was like, I'm gonna post every day for a year starting today, like yeah. day one of three sixty five. Okay. The next day I did two. Like I was joking. I was like day two of three sixty five, <clears throat> and then I forgot because I did three, four, five, six, seven, eight, uh-huh. 
I got to like 14. I was like, I'm two weeks in. I was gonna. I was joking about a week. I'm two right. weeks in, and it, that was easy. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of fun because people two weeks in, and I went from like ten views, or sorry, ten likes to like fifteen likes to thirty like on average. Yeah. So I could see my average growing because the 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 daily posts were were key, You know, your name gets recycled more. Yeah. Um, kind of like the way you said that uh, you were just. In, uh, out in LA just doing, you just want you to be out there and yeah. recycle your, your face and yeah. get people to see you um, so my best recommendation for for getting some traction um, would be like post something every day whether it's silly or not because you can always archive it hmm. so I did a year um, and then on the day on 365 mm-hmm. instead of posting I got rid of all the pictures I didn't like so like instantly, you know, day fifty nine of three sixty five was probably I probably hated it. Yeah. But it was more about I'm gonna post this, and it wasn't like the, the caption didn't say like what a dumb picture. Yeah. It was just something inspirational, like you know, um, my favorite time of day is anytime I'm with you. You know, something, <laughs> something like that. And it was like day fifty nine of three sixty five. Yeah. Um, and then so I went back and I I I figured what what my average was about a hundred. Uh, like my favorite pictures got about a hundred views, okay. hundred likes. So then I archived anything under a hundred, um, and I went from four hundred posts because it was like three hundred sixty-five plus the forty I did before that. Mm-hmm. Um, to I archived it down to like thirty-three posts. Okay. Um, and then people, I think after a year of posts every day, people were like, "What's what's he gonna post today?" You mm-hmm. know. And then people started taking. People were like. When I wasn't posting every day, they're like, wow, you're not posting every day anymore? Mm-hmm. Why not? And I was like, because I'm trying to be more quality. Right. Um, but, yeah, that's one of my best recommendations. If you're looking to uh, – if I were you, I'd post just everything. Not everything, not really. Like, uh, But, like, if there's one day when you're like, wow, that, that's a nice tree. Yeah. Take a picture of a tree. Mm-hmm. Or, like, wow, that's a nice sunset. Take a picture of sunset. Um, just to get your profile posted more. I know it's kind of like – you, I'm sure you've unfollowed people that post too much, yeah. but that's kind of like filtering out the people that you shouldn't have on your page. Because if they're if they're not liking your pictures and if they're not commenting, yeah, then what are they doing there? Right, just a number. Yeah. So I think if you post more, mm-hmm. you'd find a little bit more traction, um, and then maybe you can start with this. Yeah. I can send you a little snippet, and you can that can be day one. Absolutely. <laughs> I, yeah, I already put a put some into my story hell yeah of our picture of perfect us doing this. um so scott thank you for joining me yeah man is there anything else that you want to you want to throw out there any like crazy t- tidbits of knowledge <laughs> what's it like what's it like working in the union um is it fun is it hard it's uh is it eye-opening it's important important it's, it's okay. important to me to be part of the union because it's uh it means i'm part of like a, a group of professionals that like really care about being good artists Good. So I'm very proud of being in SAG, SAG after. Yeah, I'm. I, I I'm looking forward to maybe uh, we go have a coffee meeting and see how I can how I can you know I can help you. You can help me. Yeah, man. Perfect. For sure. Thank you for joining me, man. I loved it. Gotta have you on soon, sometime soon for a little update. Let's do it, guys. This has been another vlogcast episode with my friend Scott. Yeah. Make sure to check him out at Instagram Scott Scoot Row. Scoot Row. S C O O T R O W. Yeah. Twitter. Uh, not so much. Not so much, but you have one. I have one. Okay, so what's your Twitter? Same, I think. Same thing? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Um, Snapchat? I uh, have it. You have it? Yeah. That's fine. What is the same thing? I think so. Okay. I'm gonna, if, they're, if they're not all the same thing, then you're, you're going to see them on the screen, and you'll know that 
we got the account. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna bother you for your socials in a little bit. Yeah, let's do it. Um, you're on LinkedIn. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Facebook. Yes. Cool. All right. Yeah, you got all the socials, man. I guess. You're killing it. Yeah. All We're right. Trying. All right. Thank you for joining. Be. Me. Gotta be now. Dude. See you later, guys. All right, man. All right. So now, first we got Twitter in three, two. What's up, Twitter? How's it going? I am sitting here with my friend Scott. He is an actor in the DMV working under SAG-AFTRA. And let's <laughs> <laughs> start over. <laughs> SAG-AFTRA. <laughs> SAG-AFTRA. SAG-AFTRA. Okay. Yeah. All right. Three, two. What's up, Twitter? How's it going? I'm sitting here with my friend Scott. He's a SAG-AFTRA actor living and working in the DMV. Yep. He's done plenty of movies, plenty of TV shows, plenty of school movies. Short films. Short films. Student for films. Student films TV, and of movies. my favorite production that he's done so far. We talked about it in the podcast. I'm not going to tell you. You've got to go listen to the podcast to find out <laughs> what he's done in his past. But in the future, mm-hmm. you are looking to... Stay in the DMV and find some creative people around the around town. Yeah, so ideally. we uh, we're, make a network. We're planning on a monthly short film. It's in the works. Yeah, we got to do that. So if sure. you're trying to if you're trying to meet up some with some people in the creative area of DC, let us know. Follow yeah. s- follow Scoot Row on Instagram. Yep. And Scoot Row on Twitter. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah. Thanks for having. Or <laughs> thanks for joining me. Yeah, I thanks loved for, it. Thanks for having me on it's my so podcast. Fun. It's been so fun. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> This one's a three, two. What's up, Instagram? Woo! How's it going, guys? I'm sitting here with my friend Scott. He is a SAG after actor living and working in the DMV. Yep. Anything you got to say to these guys? Um, watch our pod, vlog, uh, vlogcast. Vlog, vlogcast. Vlog? Yeah, it's cast? technically a podcast it's a called Vlogcast. Vlogcast. Yeah, yeah I like it. Thank I'm gonna you. say that ten times fast. Say it ten times fast. I don't know if you can. That's a good practice for your scripting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, if you want to hear what we said about acting and living and working as an actor in DMZ, check it out. DMZ? DMZ. The Demilitarized Zone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for no. watching. See you soon. Bye.